0: This isn't just beer, this is beer longing. Talking about beer and beer culture. This is belonging. I'm Steve, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts Mark and Rob. Good evening, gentlemen.
1: Good evening.
2: Good evening, everybody.
0: Well, it's been a while, hasn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like a lifetime, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I honestly don't know. Oh, was it the Christmas one, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think almost uh almost two months to the date of recording when, when we recorded. The, the the Christmas episode. So um, obviously we did, we had we had intended to come back in January, um, but that fell by the wayside because life got in the way a little bit. Christmas, and man. then we were obviously planning to come back at the beginning of February, and then we've had some technical issues. So here we are. Um, so happy
1: New Year, everybody. Happy yes. New Year. <laughs> oh, Got to God be then. the latest
2: that
0: anybody has ever said oh, that, God. Like possibly.
1: I, anyone saying Happy New Year after about the fifth is just a wanker, so we are the absolute worst. <laughs> what, after Valentine's Day? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, day after Valentine's Day. Um, which obviously means that uh, we haven't sent each other beers for, for this show because we didn't really know when we were going to do it or, or when we were going to yeah. be able to do it. So I think we're probably just starting off drinking something that we had to hand, um that that we just wanted to 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 enjoy, to sort of like wet our whistles a little bit as we started to get into this. Mark, I know you've got a particular beer um that that's that, that's quite um the talk of the town at the moment. And and rightly so, I I I would say.
2: Yeah, I've gone for the double sunset Oregon Trail from Elusive, who've just released two. Little fanfare, it felt like this time, almost a bit of a surprise, a bit like a surprise Taylor Swift album just dropped on you. But the latest Oregon trilogy/slash gold rush, of which there was double versions of um, the Midnight Sunset and regular Oregon Trail. Um, so this is the double red IPA. it's it's just really outstanding it's it's so good isn't it it's just absolutely nailed it Uh, and i thought the regular sunset one was just i would just i love a good hoppy red ipa well i feel like this style amped up actually lends itself more than just the standard west coast ipa um it's just I'm not even no. Yeah, I'm not even doing tasting notes. It's just really, really good. So I'm happy.
0: I um I, I had that last night, and I've got to say the the body on it seems to have oh, been absolutely nailed. The um, body. It's it's just perfect, isn't
2: it? <laughs> you had it last night, which was Valentine's night, and you just thought about the body. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I thought about. It's
0: because it's because it's it's M bought them for us as a gift for that day I I don't celebrate the random day in February. So um, oh, but we, we, we enjoyed all three of them last last night and I, I, and I think the I think the sunset is, is the one that really stands out among those those three beers.
2: Oh I just had another sip. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh,
1: I'm gonna have to get all good. of these beers aren't we? oh it's um
2: yeah because Like I say, it felt like there wasn't the usual build-up that it it was sort of dropped onto us a couple of days before. Was it like the Monday and they just said, oh, being released Thursday? Or Mm -hmm. maybe I've just not checked my emails, I don't know. But for me, it almost came out of nowhere. And I was like, well, this is definitely happening. And maybe because of the time of year, I don't know, but there didn't seem to be the usual scrambling for them. And I actually think that almost helped in that when I had it, I was like... I'm just, I don't, I'm I'm almost not as excited as I should be. And then I opened it, just tasted it, and because this is my second can of it, so I am describing something from the previous week when I first tasted it, and I was like, "Oh, I, why? Why would I have been disappointed?" It's just <laughs>
0: superb. I think it, it still amazes me just how many collabs Andy does as, as well. There seems to be a, a a new collab almost on a weekly basis mm. at the moment.
2: I've got uh, yeah, I've got about four or five of them in my shed from just yeah. <laughs> any brewery you can name. Like, how are you doing this? He's gotta be the busiest man in beer at the moment, yeah. hasn't
1: it? he? Travels a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, Rob, what are you drinking? Um I'm drinking the McCall's brewery, Al Capitan West Coast IPA, which is spectacular. And I've been glad to see two or three people with decent followings tweeting about this recently and just saying how good it is yeah and, and it, it is that. it yeah. absolutely uh, nails the style that it's going for can't complain about that at all six point seven percent just really well balanced it's got that lovely biscuity malt base and then all all the hops
0: And um, McCall's obviously recently announcing that our favourite beer ever, uh,
1: (laughs) Lowlands, is is now
0: a bit bit of a repackage, but also now a a core beer for them as well.
1: Now officially a Saison as well, rather than just Uh, uh, a small print. Yes,
0: officially a Saison.
2: I'm not saying it's anything to do with us, but... You know, well, I think
0: let's, let's just refer people back to the Carlin Premier incident. That's that's, <laughs> uh, that's that's all you need to know.
2: No, it's been ni- it's been nice to see mm. that, that they've been getting a nice bit of recognition. I feel I've seen a lot of them on my timeline recently, and that's they're a, a brewery that you want to see more and more of. So I'm glad that I am. Mm-hmm. What 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 are you having tonight, Steve? To start with.
0: Uh, I'm drinking uh, a beer from Neptune. Um, they recently did uh, a series of three beers that were collaborations with the local roasters, local coffee roasters. Um, so the first one that I'm drinking is a Coffee Cremau, 4.9%, um, brewed with a Rodoloff's Resolve coffee blend from, um, who's the roasters? Crosby Coffee a uh, locally independent roastery and i, I was a little bit that th- th- so they released this they released cream ale an ipa and a, a and obviously a stout which i've had coffee ipas before and they can be a bit hit and miss and I've, I've, I've had plenty of coffee stouts and i was a little bit unsure as to whether a coffee cream ale would work and it really does um there's there's a lot of coffee flavor coming through on it and it's it's almost um i'd say it's almost coming across like you know when you get that uh, a, a anomaly that is the white stout. It, it's almost like yeah. one of those.
1: Yeah. So a cream that that, that does make sense, because a cream ale's not a, a very hoppy beer normally, whereas like coffee and and strong hop character to me just doesn't sound appealing. But that, that makes sense in my head.
0: Yeah, works works very well. But there was, there was a specific reason why I wanted to do a beer from Neptune, because uh, Segway... Uh, rather than doing a full um, Beery Adventures in terms of what have we've been doing for the last two months. Which, the answer
1: is nothing for me anyway.
0: I think there's a whole lot of nothing go- going on in there for most of us really. Our Beery Adventures. All the way back to the beginning of December. And not the crimbo crawl in, in in Liverpool, and have a chat about our adventures up there and uh, and what we got up to. So uh, we'll probably start off with the Friday night, Mark. I know you can you can join us sadly on the Friday night, but we um, we went off to Neptune up in Magal. Magul, Magal, Magal. <laughs> Mag- <laughs> magal
1: um this was just... kind of the fame of the night room really. wh-
2: wh- which st- which trade station was it Steve uh, oh we it...
1: got, we got there like first go definitely it, yes yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's not magal North that's for sure <laughs> it's uh it's the first magal that you come to uh and then you need to get a bus from from that station to get to taproom. but we, we we eventually got to Neptune's taproom, room, and um all I can say is what um what they've created there is absolutely stunning um that the, the little space that they've that they've got there it's uh, a really welcoming little um sort of bar obviously a great selection of of their own beers um and then we were also lucky enough that they had a pizza pop up there that that yeah. night as 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 well weren't we robin that was a,
1: that was a spectacular pizza as well yeah. And I have to say about the place, like we walked in, and already you just get a real strong community feel, which is is nice because it is, well, it's it's off the beaten track, and it it's more in a community sort of area, so yeah. people are embracing it.
0: Uh, absolutely. Apart from, uh, I think Julie and Les were saying, there's that one neighbour yeah. who who there's, keeps moaning about. One. Yeah, always. Um, but but other than that, yeah, the space they've created is 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 fantastic. Um, and we we spent a good good few hours in there, didn't we? Having mm-hmm. sampling yeah. uh, a range of the delicious Neptune beers before before jumping on. We we decided to get the bus back in. Oh, and town. it turned out we could <laughs>
1: just get a bus all the way back anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it turns <laughs> out we could literally. The stops right outside Neptune yeah. Tap House. So, or oh, no Neptune Beer House. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. It's Neptune Beer House. Um, so how, yeah, long did, how long did the bus take? Not that long, I don't think. Forty minutes, maybe was it? 40, or oh, minutes no, on the way it back? Can't,
1: it can't have been that long because the, the last bus back at that that that's painful. I didn't feel any pain on the way back. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, an hour, Half or... an hour at the most, I would say. It,
0: it was it was at the end of a a, a, a fairly long session up at up at Neptune. Um,
1: do, you, do you go straight to bed or
2: did you stop anywhere else in town? But, um no, I, might, to might have gone to McDonald's. No, yeah, Yeah, I also
0: I also did that as well. Didn't order three <laughs> times though. Well, you nailed it the first time, obviously. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. You've learned
1: from uh, our mistakes.
0: Yeah. But no, I think think the the idea was probably to get an early night because obviously we had the the, the full day on on the Saturday, which is when you were able to join us, Mark. And we took in some venues on that day, didn't we? Uh, (laughs) We, Yeah, we, we went to church.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we played it we played it by ear a lot and it worked out terrifically. I mean I, I got off at of Lime Street oh, about half ten ish or something and met a very lost looking James Gammon Baron just by chance, just wandering Lime Street station. Thought should, I should take him with me. And we got outside the Philharmonic dining rooms, which was our first stop. About five minutes before it opened, and hung around outside, so we were the first through the door. It's one of my favourite pubs in the in the world. It's absolutely just gorgeous, as many people know. Um, but I always have a Guinness in there for personal reasons. Um, not everybody loved the beer when they arrived, Steve. <laughs> I made a bad decision. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I mean, it's a Nicholson's pub now, isn't it? So whether it's you know just things being pulled through properly, or you know first out the line of the day and things, because we were the first people through the door. Did you have I the same know.
1: as me, Steve? Did you have that? Was it Dark Star Red Ale or something? Yeah, that, that yeah. wasn't
0: that wasn't great. I think I think it was on the turn. Because yeah, it, a, it, was def- it was definitely near the end. That a was slight vinegary edge to it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a bad start to the day for you guys, but I was just happy as Larry with my Guinness and in, in my really comfy chair. And so you, bit... you
0: looked very comfortable when <laughs> we walked in, Mark. You yeah. you already looked like you owned the place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but because we were what eleven, so the ne- next place we were going to didn't open until twelve, so we were trying to find somewhere in between, mm-hmm. which after several diversions left us. To Roscoe Head, which is I was, obviously,
1: I'm glad <laughs> you went there. That was it. That that was my real start to the day. That was, <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, it's a famous pub in Liverpool anyway, um, and one of those ones that's lauded for being one of the few pubs that's been in every single edition of the Good Beer Guide, and they they did us proud because Yarl was on, and mm-hmm. it, it was yall's all round, and everybody was. Sat there at half past 11, very, very happy with the second bite of the day, which, by the way, was as as great a day as it was, it was also the peak of the day. That's when my day <laughs> peaked. Half past 11, with a bite of yowl. Yeah, Well, you're not going to better that because, I mean, it,
0: like like you said, it was in top condition oh. As, oh, yeah. as, as, as well. and Absolutely um,
1: outstanding.
0: I think there was a moment where we all just sat in that back room with our pint of y'all looking at each other. No words were exchanged. <laughs> there, there was just a mutual love for what was in our in our glasses at that moment, wasn't there?
2: Oh fantastic. Uh yeah, and then Liverpool decided that it didn't want to open that particular Saturday. So <laughs> yeah, <we do. laughs> Pl- plans started to go awry because none of the pubs were open for twelve, one, <laughs> two o'clock. They were Mops out, bleach still going yeah. down. It was a really strange. You can tell that neither of the major football teams were playing that Saturday because <laughs> they, no they one just, cared. That, no, yeah. <laughs> literally nothing was opening. So we, we tried the grapes. We tried your crack, Um, and that's when we went to the Belvedere. We I don't won't... even know whose recommendation that was, but it was a good one.
1: Yeah, it's good that was. What's that? Uh, pub? We walked past one pub that looked like the 1970s, and we're like, oh, we have to go in there. You crack. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and which then, was then also blue, just wasn't the, open. There was us, and then there was like two other groups of people also hoping to go in there, and it's just like,
2: no, nah, not coming in. People just walking up to the door, just being thoroughly disappointed. Yeah.
0: But I think there was, there was there was an air of that in those other groups that we met that they had also tried the other places that we had tried and were like, why is nowhere open yeah. On, yeah. on this Saturday lunchtime? <laughs> it was so bizarre. Was- Just was want it, to it, find was... a pub that's open.
1: Was it the grapes that we got to? And clearly someone had been murdered the night before, so they were a bit like, "Open." <laughs> it was literally yeah. like every surface stung. I liked Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, we enjoyed it in there, but they were they were definitely hiding something and just like, oh you know, yeah, you, might, you yeah. might as well come in. We're sick of people trying the door at this point. It's like, well, why have you, why are you not open? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, beyond your advertised time, it doesn't make any sense. And then we got there, and in true loom fashion, we all went for pints of siren, uh, I believe. <laughs>
0: Or something along. Well, those well there was lines. nothing local on.
1: I, yeah. don't, I don't believe. <laughs> was I'm, a, otherwise, I'm sure we would have drunk something local. It was a siren best better, wasn't it? So it's a good shout. Yeah,
2: that was it. Yeah, is it called Memento or something? Something like it? that. Yeah, yeah. No um,
1: idea. Um, I think it was quite I'm,
0: nice that our first few, our first few pints were all cask as as, as well. And actually, that
1: continued to be a bit were, of a theme for the, the
0: day. Yeah, until well, the tap rooms, yeah, yeah, it was only the tap rooms where I think we switched out of cask, wasn't it?
2: And mm-hmm. that wasn't through no, that that wasn't through choice, was it? It was because it was keg only. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've described those first couple of hours in great detail because. My, my memory went downhill very quickly <laughs> so, uh, do you, do you, so, well,
0: let's have a few potted highlights from, <laughs> from the other venues then so the, I think we went to Black Lodge after the grapes didn't we um, thinking we'd get a nice couple of quiet pints in a tap room on a Saturday oh, afternoon absolutely
1: mm-hmm. rams I was going to have a burger in there and I thought oh, can't be bothered we walked
0: really. into the was it the local running club or the local park yeah. run it was their Christmas party
1: mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: the place was fucking rammed. you oh, not awesome. In there, what beer did we have in
2: there? It was nice. We it had that like, wow. uh,
0: West Coast Coffee Black IPA.
2: Oh, yeah. it was, it was, that was stunning! That I mean, that's incredible. If, if a beer was going to rival Yal for the day, it was that? That was absolutely gorgeous. It w- it was worth being very crammed in there just for that. But yeah, uh, yeah. The last time so, I went in there, they were, it was a much bigger space. Well, I, I think we concluded they're just rearranging furniture a bit and. Obviously brewing capacities uh increased, so they've had to give over some of the tap space to actual brewing of beers which mm-hmm. you know is not 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 such a bad thing but yeah we just we just caught it at the wrong time it was around Christmas time it was just very busy there was there was nothing that anybody there that was doing wrong or anything we service was great it was just it was just busy
1: I think that was the only part of the day as well where it decided to rain so whereas normally some people had probably be outside that that wasn't an option it's also yeah. in
2: a w- weird place where you have to kind of go round and back in and stuff oh and yeah it just feels like you're walking away from it doesn't it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that that starts to annoy people who have walked for a bit and just like where is this freaking place and why are we going did we go to the did we go to the baltic fleet after that was that we, we did
0: but i was i was going to come i was going to come back to that um because what i was what i was going to say was i was actually going to compare how busy Black Lodge was um, to the other two tap rooms that we went to, which were Carnival and Azvex, which were both empty. Very right. yeah, We were the only people in those places, weren't we? There yeah, were but...
1: other people, but not a lot at all. Literally, yeah. like five maybe.
2: Yeah, no, that, was... surpri- that surprised me because I think in any other major city um, – craft brewery in inverted commas like tap rooms like that are just the place to be and the place to be seen on saturday and liverpool's always felt like its own little identity its own little place and it is interesting that they're not they were great spaces and they do some bloody good beers and we had some good beers but in carnival and as but they yeah they would be really popular in it any, they'd certainly be really popular in Manchester. I feel like they'd be really popular in any other city, and they weren't. Well, I were thought they, I they? thought
0: Asvex because they're kind of hype juice, aren't they? R- really? I mean, they 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 make a lot of um hazy beer. You know, a lot of double IPAs, yeah. a lot of a lot of New England I, stuff. Um, me, I
1: just to pick a beer there because I was just very much in just cask mode.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but, no, but they surprised. were also
0: quite away from where we were previously, which was the Baltic Fleet. So we used we used the Baltic Fleet to kind of split up the tap rooms. Um, yeah, we did get a taxi at that point, didn't we? We did because yeah. we looked we looked at the map and we were like, no, fuck that, I'm not yeah. I'm not walking.
1: I mean, with how many extra pubs had we added at that point? At least two or three. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we were already Minimum three. well yeah. above the, the number that we were going to do for the entire day, I think.
1: Like, oh, that looks nice. That's accidentally falling into there.
0: Yeah. But Baltic Fleet was nice. We enjoyed the pit <laughs> stop in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just had a bit of a, a makeover that I am i don't love. But it was, it's, it's... It's a it's, good vibe in there, though. They had some music on that weren't too loud, but I enjoyed it anyway.
2: Yeah, it's a great pub. It's yeah. just... It, it, it used to be better.
1: <laughs>
2: Internally, as in aesthetically. Not, not you know, the beer and the stuff and everything's still great. It's just I preferred the way that it used to
1: look. But, I'm, g- <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to go upstairs because they've got them sort of steps that you can see through as you walk up. And uh, when I was several points in, I didn't want to be doing that.
2: No, yeah. I, f- I felt dizzy just watching people walk up them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, stairs
0: are a challenge at the best of times. <laughs>
2: Uh, right, so yeah, you know, we did the two tap rooms. We enjoyed that. We had an imperial stout of some variety in Carnival, but that's already gone out of my head what that was. Yeah, Which is fair well, enough. It was two, we had a, we two had months a few. Ago.
1: We had a few beers in Carnival.
0: Yeah, because there was quite a few on the on the menu that we wanted to to try. Yeah, um, and some
1: someone might have been used to, it, or well, one of you two then bought like cans of double or triple IPA, or someone shared that out. Of course we did. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, do I need that? Okay, then, of course you do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, um, no, I can't tell why everything went downhill after that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we went to the went to the ship and miter after that, it didn't was we? Rammed in there, uh, and that, yeah, I mean, it was great to see so many places that busy at the beginning of December. Uh, apart from the aforementioned tap rooms, um, but but yeah, Ship and Mitre was a was a obvious stop on 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 the route. I think I can't actually remember what I drank in there
1: now. No, I've got no idea. I just said at, someone at else point. went to the bar and I said oh, I'll have whatever. And then it, there was... it
0: felt it felt like by that point because it was so busy that I mean we weren't a huge group, but we were big enough that the, the number of us couldn't all stand together in the Ship and mm. Mitre, and we all splintered off into a couple of. Uh, smaller groups.
2: Yeah, I expect the shipping might to be busy, but uh, it was... That, that level of number of beers that we'd had, plus being a, a sizable group, just made the entire thing just start to fall apart at that point. Yeah, um, and, I,
0: and I think I was grateful for someone then guiding us a little bit off of the beaten track for the next stop as, as well, which I can't even remember the name of the
1: pub that we finished Denby, in. um Oh, is that honest. where we spent the rest of the night? Yeah, because oh, we, just, yeah. we so discovered there was um... railway porter. Several, <laughs> several, several points of railway porter. Several points of railway I porter. I don't know yeah. how many because lots of people just kept turning up at the table with points and points. Well,
0: well, there was enough <laughs> that we didn't end up leaving there again, and we ended up just standing there drinking railway porter yeah, until... And, uh...
1: And then Mark stayed in there when we left, and oh, you should probably come there. And he's like, "No, no, I'm all right." All right then, Mark. Well, <laughs> well, to
2: be fair, it was one of those as well where I thought in the morning I thought I can't believe I just got in there and I just went straight to sleep, which was how I remembered it. And then I asked oh, you guys, "Like some of it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> when I asked you guys what did we have in there, and you went, "Oh, that was the place we railway port," I was like. Oh no, I had, I was on like my third or fourth bite of railway porter
1: before yeah, I fell normal. asleep.
2: We had a lot of railway
1: porter. There was in there. a
0: lot of railway porter. <laughs>
1: we had a nice yeah. cuddle in there, Mark. You weren't asleep the whole time. I've got yeah, some did, lovely
2: I, pictures of you two cuddling in there. I, I did go to sleep in Rob's <laughs> arms. <so. laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of the pictures I've got. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, Keep thinking that Rob should be on the new series of gladiators because going to sleep <laughs> in his arms is just like going to sleep in legends' arms or something. <laughs> just... Well, yeah. I'm
1: kind of built for that sort of thing.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, eventually, when I woke up on my own in the pub, you guys had um abandoned me, rightfully well, so as well. well we tried was... to get you
1: to come, but you just <laughs> we, we like, did try to, no, get you to leave with us.
2: And I went and found a McDonald's that does so. This time, I didn't buy it three times, <laughs> but they have an option that's for something like a 30, 40 piece chicken meal, and I opted for that. <laughs> and well I was, done. I was, but one man. <laughs>
1: I wish I'd seen that. I would very have well that. done. Yeah, I would read <laughs> that as
0: well if i had seen that. Well, that was I, th-
1: th- that McDonald's. I thought right. I'm gonna. I'm, I ordered a lot of stuff, not as much as that and I would have ordered that if I saw it. And then I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to stay here in 80. I'm going to go back to my hotel. And then it decided to snow, and my hotel was quite far. So I just about got back to the hotel before the bag split. Oh,
2: well, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to say that a lot of chicken nuggets were not at. Yeah. Uh, did uh, they not
0: fulfill their destiny?
2: They they did not. They've, they fulfilled the point their point. usual destiny of just... Being in the hotel bin <laughs> such oh, a shame such a shame sad. makes me is.
0: sad too but anyway we had a lovely time in, in we in did and y-
2: you guys got off very early and i went to a pub the next day just for a couple whilst i was waiting for trains which were all over the place for the following day the white star pub which i didn't even recommend as a place we should stop at. and then when i went i was like yeah this is Actually, after the Philharmonic, my favourite pub in Liverpool, and why do we not come here more often? So I was hungover, but I was very happy to be reminded of such a wonderful pub the next day, and I uh, eventually got a train about four o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah, the next day, Steve was understandably really looking forward to the to the drive home. So we, we got off. Now, well, Steve stepped in at the last minute to um as my saviour because my 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 lift um uh jo- Johnny Bear Boy and his wife Hazel decided to get ill literally at about four o'clock in the morning. So I was like, oh Steve. They did they did make that decision, <laughs> didn't they? Johnny and his yeah. wife. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean f- yeah, that was that was a, that was a shame. But I mean, it uh, did I, so I, happen
0: I, that we were literally driving right past
1: you anyway. So Yeah, so I got I got a taxi to a service station and then just hopped in when they were having a break. Yeah. So, and then I was nicer to you than the other people in the car. So this is good. true. They were being yeah. quite mean to me. <laughs> yeah, the, the the main clique in the back of the car. Yeah.
2: I, I can laugh because I wasn't in the car.
1: But I, I would definitely have been in the mean clique. So. I'm sure. I'm sure you would have been. I'm, I'm absolutely sure you would have been. I think we just um, did well to have all of us in your in your car. To be yeah, fair. I've not got the biggest of
0: cars, and you're you're a fairly large man, Rob. Um, and we had Clayton with us as well, who's a yeah. sizable chunk as well.
1: Yes.
2: God, so, that must have cost you a lot of fuel.
0: So my car was very. There was a point at which I was going around corners, and I could literally. Hear my suspension scraping on the ground, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear.
1: laughs>
0: um, but no, it was a great weekend. Re- really enjoyed it, and it was. Um, I, oh, what, th- what... Yeah,
2: thanks for the people that came. Sorry, I really yes. nice people to meet. Nice. Yeah.
0: It, it was. It was a compact group. Uh, some familiar faces, um, some new faces as well. Um, and, and I will just say, and I, I don't think I'm um, speaking out of turn saying this, but I'm sure we all saw recently. James posted quite a personal post about some troubles that he's been going through with his health. And it, it, it's good to see that he's um, turned a corner there. So, so James, we know you're a, a loyal listener and we just just um, from, from the bottom of our hearts, mate, we, we hope um, you a speedy recovery and uh, and wish you all the best for the future. So um, keep looking after yourself.
2: Absolutely, mate.
0: Yep. And that being said, it's probably time. It's been a while. Let's take a walk down the road and head off down to
2: Welcome everybody to Route Corner with me, Smokey Johnson where every month we'll be exploring the wonderful world of smoked beers and this month we're going to Ingeston in Essex for a beer from Max at Hebrews and it's a smoked cherry sour at 5.3% and that he's been kind enough to send me. And it's his homebrew, isn't it? It is his homebrew. And let me firstly just say that despite it being homebrew, I would, in any bottle shop around the country, automatically pick this off the shelf. It's the most gorgeous bottle. Rob, I know you wanted to have a look at it. That is a gorgeous
1: bottle.
2: It's just, it's quite... 8-bit, 16-bitty looking kind of like computer game style. I don't know. I just absolutely love it. But it's a smoked cherry sour, and cherry cherry and smoke works really, really well, but not enough people have experimented with it. And this reminds me actually of the Torside Rauk wine with added cherries. Now, as much as this is a sour, and it has sour notes to it, but not the kind that give me heartburn, there's a delicious smoke flavor, delicious cherry flavor, really working perfectly in harmony together and a really good body to it at, at the same time. So there's, but well, as I said, there's not that horrible heartburn thing that I get from sours. This is genuinely really, really good. And it's also a gorgeous purple smoothie colour. Now, I have had this in my hand for a while, so I'm showing the guys and it probably looks a bit like genuine smoothie, but it was there was plenty of fizz going on it when it went into the glass. This is really, really good stuff. Really impressive stuff and looks great as well. I, I would pay money for this beer, so... Really pleased with Ryan. Doing a
1: a homebrew smoked sour is pretty uh, impressive in itself. Incredibly impressive. (laughs) We are
0: really fortunate to have Max as a member of our bottle share that that, that we do here in Essex. Um, He's been with us for about six years now. And he regularly brings his home brews and they are very, very good beers. Not, not always styles that are to my palate, so to speak, but you can appreciate when a beer is a good beer. And he's he's been doing a lot of heritage stuff as as well recently, where he's been looking up sort of old recipes and he's been trying those. And and yeah, it's um for a while. Mark, he's he's been he's been on at me and he's been, he's been saying I've, I I want to send Mark one of my beers when let me know when it's his turn sort of thing. <laughs> and so I've kind of been holding on to that one to, to to send up to you because uh um he's been very keen to get a bottle of that into your hand. So I'm sure he's going to be thrilled to hear that you enjoyed it.
2: genuinely as you were talking then i just took another couple of massive gulps and i thought this is this is really nice it's almost got like that pastry sour kind of note you know just something that's taking the edge off the sourness which just makes it even more enjoyable but the fact that there's the smokiness still in there it's really very very good so thank you steve but thank you max more importantly delicious stuff (laughs)
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it, and like I say, I know that Max will be thrilled to to hear that that you enjoyed it as well. So a win. When- for Rouch Corner this, yes. this
2: month. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never know. You spin that wheel and you don't know what you're going to get.
2: There's been more wins than losses, but it feels like people I've spoken to recently just like,
1: oh, it's never any good. <laughs> it's like, There's I definitely really two or three in a row where it didn't get very well. So yeah, very fair, much, fair yeah. enough. Fair. I enough. think
0: you're on a bit of a streak, though, at the moment, aren't
2: you? Yeah. yeah. In, in terms yeah. of good ones. Smoke beer is good once again. Slit. Smoked beer
1: I, is good. <laughs> I think the, the disappointing ones must have just been entertaining. What, 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 have you, what, what are you looking at there, Rob, while you talk to me? You're looking uh, at a can lovingly. Yeah, I am, yeah, so I can remember what it's called before I <laughs> screw it up. Yeah, this is uh, from Bridge Cross Brewing, and it's their Dead Moon Best Bitter, 4.3%. I think that was the second one they put in cans. And it's got all the uh, all the British hops you know, the usual characters, Fuggles, Brambling Cross, uh Whitpread Goldens, not not Ace Kent. Is that the same thing? I don't know. Someone will know. And yeah, it's a, it's it's a darker coloured better, more like your sort of Harvey's colour, I guess. And yeah, there's a little bit of caramelly malt. The hops are doing the usual hedgerow thing. And it's hmm. nice. And yeah, as I've mentioned before, I like I like drinking best bitter. And yeah, it's it was good Do of you um, I don't think you've ever mentioned that. <laughs> I have occasionally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so of course Bridge Cross um is a good friend Sean who left his position as full time stat man for the beer o'clock show to to brew beer. So all the best to him.
2: And you've you've had a few few of his beers. I, I've shamefully not just got the around two. To it yet.
1: Unfortunately, so far I need to. So he had the the American Pale Ale, and now he's got a think a West Coast IPA and a Red IPA, which I haven't tried. So I think
0: those. he's got. Has he got, He's got four available at the moment. Four something. of them. Well, it, yeah. I, so,
1: I saw he's just brewed one a stout. That's just going to be on cask around his local area. So if you are somewhere close to Rochdale, you might be in luck. What what's your second beer today, Steve? Uh
0: it's the coffee IPA
1: from, from Neptune.
0: Um, and this one is with a coffee blend called Kirinyaga. So I can't can't tell you any more than that. The, the origin is Kenya for 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 the coffee on on this one. But I'd, I'd say the coffee's not so prominent in this one. Um, and maybe it's exhibiting more of those, you, you know, when you get those, like, what I call, like, those real artisanal coffees that don't actually real, taste real, like coffee, they fruity. taste more like fruity. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it's more the fruity aspects that are doing it, the, the, the work in this one. But it's it's working quite well. It's balancing quite out with the, um, the, the bitterness in the IPA. I mean, it's only... It's only 5.9 percent, so it's it's not it's, it's not a big beer by by any means but it's a nice balance of flavors and and, and works quite well as a contrast to the cream ale which was very traditional coffee fa- flavor forward
1: yeah, that actually I mean, sounds quite good i'm not an expert on coffee but i have had um kenyan coffees before just an espresso and it, as you say it's just real fruity like berry sort of flavors yeah it's, yeah, I,
2: I, I mean, I love good coffee, but I'm also not really well versed in it. So, mm. and but I, I remember a couple of Christmases ago, my brother bought me a coffee blend that he's more, you know, knows his stuff, and just went, "Oh, you'll absolutely love this one. It tastes just like raspberry ripple ice cream <laughs> as a coffee." And it, and I was just like thinking, it'll just taste like coffee by the time I've ground the beans and put it into a thing and it it did taste like raspberry ripple ice cream he was absolutely spot on with his thing so um there are just incredible coffee beans and flavors out there that just give off these notes that you think that must work so well in so many different beers you know coffee isn't just a single flavor and as much as as i say i'm not an expert on it the absolute wide variety of it that it could give you. It must, it must just be incredible. So that's, what, that's why I, I had seen this uh, Neptune series online, but I hadn't thought anything of it. And now that as you're drinking them, I'm like, oh, that's a really, really clever thing to mm. be experimenting with because there are loads of different flavors that you can cover th- from it.
0: I think I think you can draw some interesting parallels can't you with coffee roasters and, and and brewers in terms of the way that they use different flavors and they blend the beans to bring those flavors together to create a, a different tasting coffee and I, I can I can really appreciate that and you, you know those ones that are a bit more fruitier are a challenge for me sometimes to drink in terms of coffee I mean I'm I quite like my coffee to taste like coffee um, I quite like that bitterness that you get from Yeah, we just have beer coffee. that
2: tastes like beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want none of this craft <laughs>
1: shit that tastes like <laughs> fucking mango and raspberry. Oh, yeah, and God. Raspberry. Oh, the, oh, the people that grew these beans <laughs> were treated really well. I don't want me Kenko to taste <laughs> like raspberry ripple ice cream. What
2: you want about?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I've kind of purposely decided not to get into coffee because I can't afford to be into that as well. Yeah, I, I am exactly yeah. the same as it's that, It's the next Rob. thing, you, you're you buying <laughs> stupid gadgets and all kinds of... At least with beer, you can just drink it.
0: It's it's another rabbit hole for me to disappear down if if I start getting into coffee, it really is.
1: Yeah, My, my, my brother-in-law basically gets a chemistry set out to make you a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah, but it's the fact that I've got the gadgets and things like that or just an aero press and the coffee being grinded and i can make a really good coffee in um 50 seconds but i can also make an instant coffee in six seconds And (laughs) genuinely in the morning i'm like i'm gonna go for the six second option i'm so tired
0: i i can't do instant and that's i think that's the the how far my coffee snobbery goes is that I can't do instant coffee anymore. I like I like a ground uh, I like a ground bean and I like it in the cafetiere um or I like it from a Ponzi coffee machine in a Ponzi coffee shop. <laughs> you, you know, I, so someone puts instant in front of me and I'm like, no, I cannot have that. I I, I just don't want to drink it. Typical Steve I oh, know <laughs> Typical <laughs> What a wanker
1: I don't know I, I've kind no. of become A bit like that With tea recently Because I, I I switched From Yorkshire tea To Yorkshire gold And now If I have just a Yorkshire tea I'm just so disappointed Get yeah, you Yorkshire <laughs> gold It's just It's a revelation
0: Well it's probably time To talk about That thing that's been Bouncing around The internet For the last couple of months
1: Reverberation Reverberation, 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 it's, it's reverberation. reverberation.
0: Although it's something slightly different for Reverberations this time. So there's no easy way to, to say this really. And I guess if you've already got to this point in the podcast and, and, and seen the advertising for the podcast and probably what people have already said, uh, you'll, you'll probably already know that this is going to be the last episode of Belonging and actually the final ever episode of a Beer O'Clock Show podcast. And, and I can say that with some actual <laughs> determination this this time as 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 well. There's 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 no there's no forthcoming uh I think on on this occasion. Um there's there's quite a few reasons but behind this that we're gonna talk through here and it's it's gonna go into a bit of a wider discussion as well. But but what I wanted to do is I wanted to make it clear to all of our listeners um that this is definitely a case of it's not you, it's me to my two co-hosts here. Um it, it's not that uh I don't enjoy working with Mark and Rob. I, I absolutely do. Um I just think I've got to a point where something's changed in me and I'm just I'm just not enjoying doing this anymore. And, and for any of those listeners that have been with us from the beginning, you, you'll know that I, I've always said I'll, I'll stop doing this when I don't enjoy it. And and that's the point I, I got to. Um, so I've been feeling a little disconnected from the, the what's going on in beer for quite a while now. Um, and taking the extended break over, over Christmas actually made me realize that I, I didn't miss doing it um I I miss I miss getting together with with with, with these guys and talking shit over a beer but I don't miss all the other stuff that's that's wrapped around that in terms of the podcast the production the the the, the editing the promotion um overthinking every single beer that I drink whenever I'm out because I might want to talk about it on a show um and all, all of that just just started to build in me and it, it was it was pretty hard to to hold that back. And then th- there's also been a couple of major contributing factors in, in real life for me at the moment. So at the start of the year, I started a new job um, that was a much steeper learning curve than I had anticipated and actually a job that although I was told involved evenings and weekends at the interviews, I kind of laughed that off thinking, yeah, it'd be one here and there and actually it's taken up quite a lot of my evenings and weekends at the moment um the the, the new job um and then um just before christmas uh we had uh, Emma and I had some news in terms of um we basically uh, Emma was asked to 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 leave her rental property by a landlord so we've we've been sort of forced into a situation where i've had to sell my flat and we're in the process of buying a house so we're going through that process as as well uh at the moment um so i'm changing jobs i'm moving i've got this this overwhelming feeling of not really enjoying being involved in beer broadcasting for want of a better phrase and then almost as if there was a um a cherry on top of that cake when we went to get together a couple of weeks ago to chat about the the future of the podcast, my laptop died and just refused to turn on. It was, it was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, at that point. If there was ever an indicator (laughs) that that this was done, it was my laptop not working. Um, And I've I've managed to get one uh, on loan and uh, I will massive shout out to, to Stu for for lending me um this laptop. Well, he's actually given it to me and he's told me I can do whatever I want with it after. Um so so we're able to kind of record this 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 final show. So there's there's a lot of personal stuff that that, that goes into this from my point of view as as well. Um but but there have been other contributing factors to that. Like I said, you know, I've been I've been feeling this disconnect from beer and the beer community. The, the way that Twitter's changed in, in the last six, 12 months. It's undeniable that it's a different beast to what it was. Um, And as a result, the interaction about the show, about what we do, the interaction with my friends on there, um, not being able to see what my friends are posting. I I think the three of us spoke before about how we don't even see each other's tweets anymore, even though we should do because we're, we're connected in this thing that we do. The algorithm just doesn't allow it. Um, those those sorts of things have, have contributed to, to, to my decision um, as, as well. So, as I say, a few weeks ago, I, I put it to Mark and Rob um, that I, I didn't really want to continue. Um, and I've got to say, hats off, lads. You were really understanding um, in, in terms of your reaction to that. And I, I think, Mark, it, it was you that said, that you kind of felt this was coming because you've noticed the change in me over, over coming months. You've noticed that the demeanour, the excitement, all, all of that's that's yeah. gone. Um and I'm I'm really grateful that you've both been really understanding uh, about that as 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 well. That I've kind of just dropped this on you, possibly just as you guys
1: are beginning to get into your stride in, yeah, in terms I, I of felt your like, journey. G- give me two or three more shows, I might get good at this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no I, I felt i, I mean I, I feel sad because we enjoy doing this and yeah I, actually that like the first half of this episode i was like god this is such fun best we've but, ever done you
0: know what <laughs> but, i felt that as well yeah. and, and i was but, almost but, i was like am I but, making but the, the right the, decision
2: but i felt um yeah i, I, I felt for some time is it and i said i think i said to you at the time it's not about being the co-host of a podcast it's about being your friend seeing you just yeah. lose a little bit of enthusiasm for something that you've had such enthusiasm with for 10 plus years has just been it's, it's it's been almost hard to witness it in full time and i, I was yeah i didn't I, as much as we i said well i'd i'd, I'd rather c- continue but it's it's difficult to see yeah it's been difficult to witness because i've been there's, witnessing it in real time <laughs> yeah there's
1: probably there's been like 2 or 3 months where like we've like we've even had little conversations amongst ourselves but we've kind of just buried our heads in the sand thinking now it's going to be all right but no it's it, it's clear that steve's not getting what he used to get from it anymore and it's only right to finish finish on a high cuz we're not going to convince you to change your mind just to keep us happy because it wouldn't make us happy.
0: It's it's not just that, though, Rob. I mean, yes, m- m- my feeling for doing this and beer and all the rest of it has, has, has changed and is a very different place to maybe what it was, I don't know, 18 months, two years ago. Um, but also at the same time, like I say, I'm, I'm going through two fairly major life mm-hmm. um, events right now. And my focus has got to be on those. I, I can't be Absolutely. worrying about do, doing this as as well. And I, and I, and I think it's it, it's interesting because I think we're probably going to come on to, to this discussion now. I mean, I, I mentioned that Twitter's changed, engagement has changed, and it, and it was really interesting listening to um, Andrew and Luke on the last episode of Riverman and Brews, almost having what I think is going to be a very similar discussion about uh, what we're we're about to have. Because they were saying that beer, beer, Twitter, the beer community, the way people interact with podcasts and blogs has changed, and and you can't you can't put all that on Elon's doorstep. It's not just down to Twitter, but th- there has been a massive a massive shift in that, and and it's hard to put y- y- your finger on 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 why that's that's happened. I mean, I guess I guess you pro- probably both got some some thoughts on it and. That's. Well,
2: um... I, I think um, because it's not as well. It sounds conceited to say that it's about in, in, likes interaction. It's basically basic it, 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 that you have to be creating ton- content and that you want people to interact with it. But it's the fact that you didn't used to have to do that. You ju- it was just it was there, yeah. and whether people chose to interact with it, and people that have. Been reading, yeah. You know, I've been blogging as long as you've been podcasting, Steve. And people that have been reading my blog for years will know that I've, I've not written anything for about four or five months now, which is the longest time I've mm-hmm. ever gone in that time without writing as well. So never mind podcasting. Um, and you know, a little bit of it is that you see, so you put something out there, and if people were interested in what you had to say then they'd react to it and if they weren't then they didn't and it's fine I didn't mind because I only wrote what I want to I wanted to say and I almost didn't really I I, I appreciated when it resonated with people and I appreciated when people came back to me but I also knew that I just put something out that I wanted to say so I kind of didn't care if it got two likes or 200 likes whatever it was it wasn't about that but whereas now you're fighting for to be seen Mm. because now it is it is important that you're making in inverted commas content because that's what all of social media and that's the major ones, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram—it's all of them—are just making sure, or wanting you to create some create content for people to see. So p- the people don't get to decide anymore; the algorithm does. And that was never what it was about. It was about you—you you got a reaction if you put out something good. Whereas now you don't get a choice. You just—it might—you might do the best thing in the world, but nobody will ever see it.
0: Um, Absolutely, and I, and I think for, for me, if I if I look back, one one of the one of the visions I always had for the the, the podcast when when I started back in twenty twelve with, with with Mark was was that I, I wanted it I wanted to find a way for it to be like a live radio show, you, you know, where you have listeners call in and you have listeners interact with that radio show in real time, and I, I think towards the end of that original beer o'clock show run we had began to find that when when we started doing because we started doing the polls back on the original beer o'clock show um they just thrived and peaked when we moved into opinions and and, and that was where the engagement come and what, what that allowed was that allowed me to present the podcast in a way like it was like a live radio show where you'd have your listener feedback you'd have your lit- listener interaction so that your listeners felt part of what they were listening to so they bought into it more and then more people would listen, and and it, and it would go on like that. And and that that peaked. I don't know. That probably peaked back in probably just before COVID. Actually, in terms of engagement um, on on the podcast. Yes, during the COVID times, we went to a weekly product. We 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 scaled it back a little bit. We changed what we were doing um but we never ever got back to that peak and and then i think when we we started producing belonging we had a very different vision for this again we we wanted it to be we wanted to almost bring it up to date give it a bit of a um a, a vibe where we were talking more it was more about the beer culture and what was going on in the beer world rather than it was about um, news or beer releases or tasting notes or all that sort of thing. And obviously, that's a very different, different product to interact with. And, and we've still had listeners in interaction. You now, we've tried lots of different ways for, for listeners to, to to interact. But I, I think the one thing that I, I've seen a very sharp drop off is, is simply on the number of people commenting yeah. on whether they've even listened to a new episode. That that well, it, seem, it, seems to have it, it directly off the
2: cliff. It, it almost directly correlated, and you know me and Rob were both big fans of your previous podcast, and I've said to you before, the that that was it was a wonderful podcast, and in but it relied on listener engagement, and that couldn't that podcast couldn't exist in that form now. He just couldn't. No. Now we didn't rely on that, so we could could have continued. However, it, when you feel like you just sort of just shouting into a void at some point, you you, you want something. Yeah, some I was like
1: the the whole thing that I like even just using Twitter, it was fun to me because I could just post some of Daft and you someone else would think, Oh Rob's posting some of Daft again. And then there'd be a conversation about me posting something daft, and it's just you know I live on my own. It can get lonely sometimes. It's nice to just know there's people out there in the world. And but we really like when we started doing this, there was engagement, and but it's just slowly dwindled to the point where, as you say, if you were to look at the actual listeners and downloads and whatever, it's it's great, but that's not what we do it for. We do it for. The community and when there is just a lack of that social media engagement, it just doesn't feel the same well we we broke the internet the day we
2: started, so we, we, we know there was people yeah. out there but...
0: And, and, and but but we also had when, when when we started this, yes, previously we were we were relying on on twitter as as, as our main social media when, when we started belonging. But both of you guys are more active on Instagram than I am. So we did open up to a new audience on Instagram by the, the pair of you posting about the show. But even there, and, and and Instagram's a completely different beast. I know it's not like Twitter, but the, the engagement is very, very low. But it, it's, it's true what you say, Rob. In terms of, you know, there, there are other metrics that, that I can look at in terms of, well, have people stop listening? I, I think one of the things that... Um, again, Luke and Andrew said in the last episode of Riven and Bruise was that they, they they've they've seen their listeners go from three hundred a month down to about thirty a month, um, and and that that's part of the contributing reason why they decided to finish. We haven't Ours of have, hours have remained consistent. Um, it's it's the engagement that that that's dropped off, and it it's always that engagement that 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 i thrived on in in terms of 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 people and it, and it's and, it, and it's more than just people saying oh I love the show it's a brilliant show da da, da, da. It's, it's 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 those people when they come and they say really enjoyed the show but i disagreed with this point or i i agree with that point or really enjoyed that thing that you said to that guest and it, it it's people taking the time to to show that they've actually listened to the thing that we've spent time producing. And mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's that people just don't want to do that anymore or, or whether it's just the algorithm or whether it's just there's so much disillusionment with, with with Twitter right now. I mean, I, I opened Twitter up the other day. I think it was Monday this week when there was that whole raft of announcements about Brick and Brew by Numbers and um Elland and Adnams and and all it all it was, was negativity after negative tweet after negative tweet. And I was just like, fuck this. And, two... and I just closed it down because I was well, like, I, I don't w- want to w- read that.
2: I want to get on to I want to get on to a point for me as to why after you after you said this obviously Steve at first I was well I I, was, I I saw it come in but I was sad. And then the more I thought about it was like Oh, do I miss it? Do I miss it? And so I don't want this to just also be about how, oh, it's to do with um, engagement on social media, because it's not, because a big part of it for me at the moment is... I'm I'm really proud of what we did here. We did exactly what um, I wanted us to do, one of the contingencies... In me agreeing to do this podcast at the beginning was that the interview the interviews were always going to be a separate part of the podcast they were going to be a segment in the middle rather than a guest on the show and they were always going to be people with important stories to tell th- different opinions to ours you know important figures in the industry or had something else whether it was sexism racism mental health issues um neurodivergency things that we've covered um in not just breweries flogging wares and 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 i think we absolutely nailed that part of the podcast i was so okay. proud of it um it was everything that i wanted it to be when we, when we agreed to do it the interview part of it but the podcast around the reason i wanted it to be separate so that we could have those really important conversations in isolation and they could get all the focus. Uh, but the podcast around it was us guys drinking beers, talking beer adventures, um, talking, you know, re- the reverberations. But, you know, they were never supposed to be super serious. They were just topics of discussion. And at the, at the moment, the... Just like so many industries, but obviously the beer industry is just so fucking terrible that the conversations. It, if we if if we were continuing with the podcast and we were doing a normal show, what would the conversation around that interview be this month? It would be, it'd be squat closing. It would be the North Brewing issues and the fact that the Birmingham Bar is closed. It'd be the names that you've just mentioned, Ellen, the problems with Brick and Brew by Numbers it just be downbeat because everything's really shit around, around a really serious interview in the middle. So it becomes become yeah. The, the, yeah. because it
0: makes both things
2: trivial, doesn't it? And it's just really, everything's quite miserable and it's difficult to just, be upbeat about an industry that you love and things like that around when everything, everything's shit at the moment, everything's shit for every industry. The industry that's my day job is having the similar, similar kind of knock on effects of like energy crises and stuff like that. That's just how things work. But when this is a, a hobby and something you do for fun and you go in for it, into it thinking, well, I don't really want to talk about, that such and such a thing it, but it's an important issue to talk about so we're going to have to talk about it so it's not going to be a fun show because all we're doing is downbeat stuff it's the wrong time to be doing a podcast about something that you love because i think if i if i was a listener i i've said this for years is it's a bit it, i mean it's a bit like and I'll, I'll name them i'll it's a bit like the brew dog issues it is wrong to just skip over them just because, well, you don't want to give them airtime, you don't want to do that. It's important issues with our uh, industry, the things that the culture of Brewdog's been accused of. But I also don't want to talk about it. But if I was a listener, I'd just be like, well, you should be fucking talking about it because you've got a platform to. Mm. And it's, it's wearing me down <laughs> to... Yeah, and it might be because I wanted to talk about these important issues in the interviews that I also didn't want to talk about them outside. But oh, it's it's a lot of them in it. It's not a fun industry to be around. It's so hard to talk be positive and upbeat about things when everything's just shit. I'm so gutted about. I'm really sad about squat closing. Really gutted about squat closing. One of my favorite Manchester One of my favorite breweries but the manchester region one massive thing for me really is and it's just everything's just down i know those things are going to happen but it's hard to be upbeat and i don't want this to be a really miserable podcast for people to listen to
0: rob any anything that, that you'd like to add
1: I think Mark's kind of hit the nail on the head there, really. I was just nodding along and I feel quite sad now. <laughs> but it's true. But so, I, I, I don't know. At the same time, there's like, it's, it's a difficult one that needs to be spoken about. But you're like, do I really want to speak about it? And at the same time, you think about listeners like, life is pretty heavy for a lot of people. So did i want to hear just bad news constantly there's enough people whose whole personality is just announcing bad news on twitter I, Me, i like to look for some light in my life it's and sometimes it's hard to find so
0: i, I think i think for everything that you've both said there i, I, I think and, and and i don't think and, and i think i'm right in saying this and i think i can proudly say this as well is that i i do think we got the balance right in in terms of the 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 strong messages that we wanted to convey through the interviews, but then the more light-hearted nature of of what we put around those interviews. But on, honestly, to the, the last few months in the run up to Christmas, every time we had a discussion about what we're going to talk about in reverberations, it always felt like it was the same thing. So it was it was closures or breweries at risk of closure or takeovers, and and it, it's it's just like you can't escape that. And, and yeah the industry isn't in a great place at the moment and you know we do all still need to keep doing everything that we can to support independent businesses pubs you you know because otherwise and and i'm not going to use the phrase use them or lose them um but you you know what i'm saying here is that you you know if we don't continue to support these sorts of places then they're not going to be there for us for us to enjoy um and and it is difficult to when we we start that cycle of putting together the show it's is getting together the right messages that we want to convey but but then also making sure that there's there's enough of us left in that to 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 have the three mates in a pub having a chat about something at the same time
2: i think was interesting is, um... A different point as well that I've I've thought I've certainly thought that for a few months is if you look at the changing beery adventures, and again I'll reference Steve's previous podcast that I used to listen to that and just be like thinking of my own beery adventures, and that was fortnightly, and I'd be going, oh, if I was talking about my beery adventure, I'd love to be talking now about how I went to Leeds on Saturday and then at Wednesday I was at Meet the Brewer on. Then on Sunday I went down to Bristol, and then but I felt like I was always doing something, and then it felt like the people I was listening to were always doing something, and whether it's, I think I think it's a combination of two things, um, just a change in our general habits and enthusiasm for the industry, but also a change in financial situation mm-hmm. that for a while our adventures have just been like. Well, for a month, never mind fortnightly, for a month I've just been to my local a couple of times and been to the Huddersfield match a couple of times and been to the same pubs and that's it. And I was like, I've got nothing to say and Steve will be like, Oh, I've just been to Two Brews and the Vic a couple of times and Rob will be like, I've just had some Bathams bitter a couple of times and so do you know what? I think I think we're actually as comfortable in our lives now that that that's now a segment that's never going to be particularly interesting <laughs>
1: no absolutely not <laughs> i just haven't got the same disposable income that that i used to have like pre-covid and just everything going on things are more expensive than they used to be so no 100 percent. i'd, I'd, li- I'd yeah. like to be out more but i'm not that's just that's the way it is and it's obviously not very interesting to listen to no, but it makes things content. That's another thing that makes things
2: content light. So, beer adventures are quite boring. So we can't be overly positive about that. <laughs> the beer industry is going to shit, and all of our favorite breweries are fucking closing. So we can't be positive about that. I don't know. By the way, racism, sexism, etc., are all still massive.
1: Yeah, still there. Still Roy.
2: So we need to talk about that. And by the way, everyone's got mental health issues because. It's a fucking shit industry. So anyway, that was uh belonging this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was belonging. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a, it's 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 been a ride, that's for sure. Um I I think it, it it's interesting because uh I, I think Rob you, you said obviously I think you've both conveyed that you you're both quite sad about this. And I, I think I came into this final recording um with, with a certain amount of bravado in, in terms of, I was like, I'm done. This is it. Can't wait to get through this final recording. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm done with podcasting. And mm. and now looking back on it, yeah, I am quite sad. I mean, I, I'm i the same as you, Mark, that the, the, the first half of this show, I really enjoyed. Yeah, <laughs> so it was, it was the best we've ever been. <laughs> as, 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 as yeah. I'll
1: t- I t- I tell you what, I've been dreading <clears> doing this as well. I haven't been looking forward to it. I don't want to kill this thing off, but, yeah, as you say, the first half was really good fun, and then we had to explain all the reasons why, it, why <laughs> it's ended. Yeah, and- why? and now I'm wondering how we're going to light it up the end well, well equally I didn't I I also didn't want there to be
0: any fanfare uh, uh, around this so um obviously people will will, will will by now they would have realized that there's we've said nothing about this on social media and obviously we've just announced it within the show and in the show publicity obviously that that's how we've we've taken the way of 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 promoting what we're doing here but um it's and I, I don't know where I don't know where I'm going from there. I I, I, I really don't. I've, I've I've got some I've got some final things that I want to say, but I don't just want to cut off the conversation, and, unless we're we're truly done at this point. Um, so no, I don't know. Uh, let's,
2: let's let's try and be positive about it. I mean, I've I've absolutely loved this show, and I think I've caught a bit of a podcasting bug i would like to think i've spoken to you two about it and i think i'll be back in some form where the people route want corner. to hear me it's just a, just, just a series of route corners just, just a podcast that's called route corner five minutes of me just talking about smoke <laughs> beer per week um and i hope that'll be well received
1: yeah
2: but i i, I can't see me not being back in some kind of podcasting form. however
1: I mean, we had big plans Mark Mark's idea for a little spin off show we we're going to do that'd be still Oh, I've, well, I've already said yeah, yeah, we
2: we had a Patreon series, a Patreon only series planned, which me and Rob have already discussed about doing anyway as a mini series. And hopefully we can get Steve involved because we'd like that. Um, and it just have to be a now a separate podcast, but at least you wouldn't have to pay one pound a month for it. So you, you get it for free. Yeah. So so there's yeah, the, there's free. the benefit. So there's okay. that. Yeah. I just I okay. I mean I'm I, I'm just I'm very busy and tired at work at the moment, but I really want to get back into writing. So I really do. And there there are still there's still a million stories for me to tell. So I, I I want to get back into blogging, so hopefully you'll see me doing that again. Whether yeah. anyone will be able to ever read it again, I don't know. But
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like, since we've kind of decided we're, that we're gonna end this, I've the last couple of weeks, like when I've had a bit of spare time, I've been getting back to just putting my putting playlists together and doing some music-based stuff again. So I think that'll keep keep me happy for a bit. But yeah, I never thought I'd be a podcaster, and then Steve asked me if I wanted to get involved, and and then said Mark was going to be involved too. And I was like. Well, that's just going to be fun talking to you guys. So, uh, are, we, uh, still to, uh, meet, m- are we still going to Are we still going to socialise? You want to still be friends, please?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess absolutely, one hundred percent. And and I think I think we've had some good times and. Let's let let's finish this part before I go into the a, a final wrap roll. up. Let us finish this part on 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 a high in terms of let's talk about some of the best times that we've had in the last eighteen months of of, of doing this. And I'm I'm going to absolutely lead out. I mean, I, we, yes, we've spoken to some wonderful guests on 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 this show, but but that's not my highlight. My my highlight was was spending a full Saturday in a marquee. In outside of Leeds at Amity Fest with you two, just enjoying the environment, the atmosphere, the beers, and then just having a little dance with you both at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that would have happened if it wasn't for this podcast. I don't think. I don't think the, uh, the the way we are as individuals. I don't think naturally we would have gone. Oh, let's go and have a dance together oh, after after a day at a beer festival.
2: <laughs> I, I, I definitely would. I think, I think there's a lot of that that says. Maybe something else about podcasting that um, is, is is different. I, do, I don't know. I've not I've not had to experience it, but I think there's just being in the room with somebody is just it, it, it that can't be bettered. So yeah. we we do this all, all the time, but we've we've only met in real. Me and Rob have met um, six or seven times. Me, me and you, Steve have met two or three times in the time we've been podcasting together for 18 plus months and if we'd actually been together in physical form and been able to touch every month (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think actually you know maybe there'd be a, a bit of a different feeling about it but we live such separate separate lives we're so far away from each other yeah geography so, doesn't help does which it? kind of made know. the
1: show interested in a way but obviously mm-hmm. it doesn't make life
2: easier for us and I can I I, I remember a, a point um and in the end we just didn't have we didn't have time but I remember a point um after like episode like five or six or something that I just remember putting it in our little whatsapp group that obviously we've got together because who doesn't have a whatsapp group for any kind of minor social thing just um there was like three weeks until we were in next meeting up and i was just like oh, it just feels a bit long should we just should we just meet up for a chat yeah. on zoom you know yeah. because it just felt like a long time to see you guys because having these these hours that we, we get to spend together, usually on a Thursday night or something, is is just great. So And I was like, how much better would it be if we were just all sat in the buffet bar or yeah. the Vic or wherever together and just physically touching? That would just be fantastic. But I, I would say, yeah, I, I love Damity, but my, my favourite time is just when we all log on and one of us has got, Zoom download issues and just just that initial point before no, we or all a get cow started. in the bottom of the field, cow in the field, <laughs> chicken in the, going rogue, or oh, yeah. as usual, Mark can't figure out how to use his microphone. <laughs>
1: just pr- pretty much ev- every show, we'll have half an hour before we actually record anything for anyone else, and then probably another half an hour at the end. Yeah, and and some of those, how many times have we got stuff? I was like, oh, I wish that was recorded. Because it's just gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we never did learn to just press record, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm cool.
0: going to miss that. I I am going to miss. that. I mean, I was, mm. I was I was friends with both of you before this, and I will be friends with both of you long after this as well. And and you know, whether that means that every now and again we do jump on a Zoom call and just have a beer together, then so be it. And you know, long I long look forward to the moments where I bump into you somewhere and we have real life pints together, sort of thing.
2: Hundred <laughs> percent. Although uh, I'm just, I'm glad you're going to go into retirement now, Steve. So
1: enjoy it. <laughs> As, as is the t- rest of the
0: beer podcasting I t- community, <laughs> probably.
1: I'll tell you what, though. If you do come back with another host and then are found dead, that I will have killed you. I'm
0: not I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm, I can equivocally say that this time. I am not coming back. This is it this time. Um, Rob, were there any highlights? He's told
2: there? us a million times, <laughs> listeners. He's <laughs> the, the, really, really I, I am
0: <laughs> really fucking done. It's like I'm fucking, yeah, I, I, d- I, I am d- done d- with this shit. <laughs> I do. I do uh, Twelve oh, yeah. years of my life I have dedicated to this bollock. I, I do believe um, him
1: now, and it's honestly it just took me and Mark to really tip him over the edge. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a few I, months. I, I think I think me and Mark have probably enjoyed being difficult a bit too much, so it is partially <laughs> our fault. Steve can say what he likes, but we are a pain in the ass, and we enjoy being that way. <laughs> you're, you're,
0: you're a lovely pain in the ass. Oh, I know. Yeah, Rob. Any highlights that you want to talk about before we we wrap this final show up?
1: Oh, just so, obviously, Steve, me and you have been good friends for a few years after meeting him in person at one of the Crimbo um, Crawls, and then it's just been a bit of a love fest since. So something like, like, we, there's no way we could count how many cuddles we've had. I love but, a cuddle. Yeah. Oh, me too, and I'm really I'm a good hugger. At, yeah. But, like, d- doing this, like, Mark was always just like, oh, that's Mark Johnson off Twitter, it's just that white white whale. And now me, me and Mark are friends mm-hmm. who meet up socially and just lose each other in McDonald's and stuff now. So that's that's nice. In fact, it we kind of I don't feel like I've seen you that much, Steve, the last the last year or so, which makes me sad. But I've seen Mark loads, which has been really nice. And you and wonder probably, why I'm and, done. And it's probably made you really <laughs> angry when we're just there having a cuddle mm-hmm. in the buffet bar.
0: <laughs> I don't mind having beers together. It's when you start cuddling and posting oh, pictures of you cuddling oh, each other. Oh, just, like,
1: just look at this guy's face. or oh, do you not want to just cuddle my I should be part of that. <laughs> um
0: yeah, yeah I, I think <laughs> I, I think it's interesting um what what you say there, Rob, in, in, in terms of you know just us getting together. Um I, I but then it's life, isn't it, that gets in the way of that? It certainly is for me. It's, it's finances, it's being in the right place at the right time, or all of those those it's sorts a, of things.
1: There's a lot going on, isn't there? It really yeah. is. Yeah. If things
2: been affordable. It used to just be mm. – I, I went to London a couple of times a year because if I booked early enough, it was like £30 down there, whereas now it, – it, it, the cheapest I'll get it is like a hundred quid each way. It's just not oh, plausible for me tra- to go to London. The
1: is just ridiculous. And I'll tell yeah. you what, I used to go to London loads. And what what's become inconvenient for me is that my sister decided to move back to the Midlands. She didn't even ask if she could do it first. But like now, what's like I have to pay for accommodation and it just really just puts a dampener on it. So yep. yeah.
0: <laughs> well I'll tell you what, guys, I for one uh, I'm very much looking forward to your your little spin-off show because I know the content as well and I, I'm i quite excited uh, about it um,
2: Oh, you're going uh, to be invited on, Steve Oh, oh I yeah. hope
0: so, I, I, I do hope to make a guest appearance on the odd episode <laughs> um, but I think there'll be quite a few people out there that will enjoy listening to to, to that as as well I know um,
1: people who aren't interested in beer who want to listen to that one in, Indeed, <laughs> I, I think you're, you're, you're going to open up to a whole new
0: audience You you really are <laughs> um, I just should probably do a few, uh, what next? A, a few little housekeeping issues um, so, so that people are aware of of, of where we go from here. So, so particularly, first of all, for our Patreon supporters, thank you um, so much for, for buying into that for the last year. Um, pound a month and not a lot, uh, but we've really appreciated uh, every penny that you've given us and um we've enjoyed putting out those kind of raw bits on there bits that you wouldn't normally hear in 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 the show so um thanks for, for subscribing into that what what we're going to try to do is um close the patreon down before the end of february so nobody should be charged for march um there is a pot of money in in the patreon stash at the moment which we were going to use to Uh, reinvest into the show to buy our Zoom subscription again um, for the following year but what what we're going to do is we're going to take that pot of money and we're going to donate it to the Drinks Trust who are a a charity within the hospitality industry that provide mental health support for the workers within the hospitality industry and and for the amount that we've got in the pot um, we should be able to buy mental health support for one hospitality worker for a month which um, mental health has always been a strong theme of ours, and that felt like it was the right charity to choose to donate the money to. Um, so, so that's that's what will be happening with the Patreon side of things. Um, eventually, I don't know when that the website will close down. All the feeds will close down and, and the shows will no longer be available. Um two, two reasons why I don't know when that's going to happen is is one because I don't actually know how to do it and I've got to work out how to close everything down. Um and 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 two, it, it doesn't feel right just to close it down just yet. I can't I can't shut the box, so to speak, forever at the moment. But I would say that if, if there's any of the 422 shows that anybody wants to go and download for posterity to listen to again and again, um, now is the time to go through the back catalogue, uh, go through the website, and download the shows that that you want. From my point of view personally, I, I'm you've probably got this feel tonight. I'm getting more and more disillusioned with Twitter, um, so there may come a time sooner rather than later where I leave that platform altogether. I've already given up with Blue Sky and Threads. Um, I, the profile was there, but it's inactive. Um, if anything, I'm probably going to be more active on Instagram move, moving forward, just posting pictures and saying nice things about pictures. Um, it's where I like to see pictures of Wilbur. And 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 videos of Mark and Wilbur enjoying their morning walks. So it's it's the place that makes me smile these days. And when I'm not getting the videos of Mark and Wilbur, my algorithm seems to have tapped into the fact that I like to watch cats being twats. So (laughs) so I I get lots of cats. That's that's what the internet's
1: for, isn't it? Absolutely,
0: yeah. Um, So 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 that's me. Uh, Mark, Rob, where can people continue to find you guys from this point forward?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm still going to stay on the internet, I think, because I haven't got anything else going on. So, yeah, still rob underscore edwards90. If you used to listen to more musical-based uh, adventures on social distancing sounds, SDS, uh, there's something in the works there. Might change the name. It feels a bit weird saying social distancing. Might just call it SDS, because that can mean whatever you want it to mean then.
0: But, yeah, I'm doing that. Nice. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm excited for the return Maybe some blogging
1: again as well, because I miss doing that. I need to get back into writing, because I used to really enjoy it, and then all of a sudden I didn't, because like, my my day job's writing as well. But I need to find a way to enjoy that. Maybe a sub-stack or something.
2: Well, that sounds about right, because I think I mentioned on like, the November show that I got a sub-stack, but I've not posted anything yet, because I've not written anything yet, but yeah, I think my main focus this year will now be getting back into blogging and I'm going to move a lot of that over to a sub stack as well, which I've already signed up for. But apart from that, I'm not moving my socials for now. So the same socials that you've always found me on is where any of those kind of updates will be happening. So
0: And links in the show notes to all of those. So here we are then. this is This is the end. This this is it um hmm. for for me and and I know people have heard this twice before so of so two ex-wives um but um <laughs> Martin oh, and Mark right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah this this is it for me so well, it, that's it's four been, it's, ex-wives now sorry <laughs> it, it's it's been a twelve-year journey um and and I've had the it's been an absolute pleasure co-hosting different versions of this podcast with. Uh, some amazing people who who are also now people that I would very. Much cool, great friends as as well. So from the original beer o'clock show with with with, with original Mark, um, through to opinions with Martin and and now to belonging with, with with you two, I actually couldn't think of a better way to go out uh of doing this than than with you guys. Um, you've you've challenged me over, over the last eighteen months in in the way that we produce things and 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 the way that we talk about things and the things that we talk about as well. And I'm grateful for that because that's that's allowed me to to grow a little bit. Uh, thanks to every single guest that has ever appeared on, on, on one of the shows, ever given up some time to talk to us and, and to be part of this, this madness that we do. Thanks to every single brewery that, that, that's that been involved as well, supporting us, whether that's sending us beer or just talking to us, just getting involved again, retweeting, sharing our messages. Um, we've always really appreciated the support of, of, of the breweries out there. But I suppose most of all, and the final thank you is is for the listeners to to, to this podcast. Um, there are a handful of you out there, and you'll know who you are that have been with me from the very beginning. Um, and that's been a ride. That's That's been a journey with, with, with you guys. So thank you for staying with us over that time. Thank you for supporting and engaging with us. Um and thanks for keeping us going for, for, for so long as as well. 12 years is a hell of a run. Um didn't quite make the full 12 years, but I'm calling it 12 years, 2012 to 2024. That works for me. Um most of you or, or many of you uh, are now good friends of, of, of mine as well. Um and if it wasn't for this, that 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 wouldn't be the case. And 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 for that, I will always be grateful. And and if 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 I ever see you in a pub or at a festival or at a bar. Come say hi and, and, and let's have a beer together. Um, it'll be nice to catch up. And I guess that's it. That is actually the end of the road. Um, so there's only one thing left to say, really, and that's cheers, folks.